the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Senator Mitt Romney says he thinks there's grounds for compromise. Democrats have voted for border fence in the past. We have some 600 miles of border fence now. And the president has indicated he's willing to give DACA individuals the right to stay in the country legally. So on policy, it strikes me like there's not a big gap. Mr. Trump's offer would extend temporary protections for young people brought into the U.S. illegally and for people who fled disaster zones. In exchange, he would get the $5 billion needed for the border wall extension of vote coming in the Senate on this Tuesday. A major winter storm bringing some of the coldest temperatures of the season and covering large swaths of the country in, the, in snow is now moving into New England, causing big trouble there, too. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees the president trying to fix a broken system. How many more people should we let in? Isn't it reasonable to say that we will not countenance more illegals coming across the border because the system is broken? It needs to be fixed. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. You're listening to AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. And you can listen to your favorite Patriot hosts like Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Michael Medved, and The Narn coming up next, hands-free on your Amazon smart speaker. Tune in by saying, hey, Alexa, enable The Patriot Minneapolis. After you do that for the very first time, just say, hey, Alexa, why don't you play The Patriot Minneapolis to stream us in high quality? Check out our how-to video, am1280thepatriot.com. Use the keyword Alexa. High of 9 with a low of 0, sunny sky is going to turn into some clouds later on in the evening. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, please do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I, I often mention that we are broadcasting live from the Patriot Bunker it almost feels like we're close to the Earth's core, and on a day like today, it's uh, very advantageous. A little nippy out. Uh, uh, what did I hear? Uh, the low overnight low is going to be zero. There are no degrees. Uh, yeah, no degrees whatsoever. So it's uh, uh, stay bundled up, stay warm, folks, and uh, be careful when you're out there driving. You never know when black ice 
may emerge, and that's the difficulty about black ice on the highways. It's not uh, often uh, viewable, so uh, just be careful out there. That's all i got to say. I promise to be careful, too, when I make my 45-minute trek home after the show. I want to kind of divide things up a little bit here today, talking about some national stuff in the first hour here and uh, probably some local news in the second hour. Obviously, the story that continues to dominate the national news is the long-standing government shutdown. I believe they set a record for longest government shutdown last week. So each passing day just kind of adds on to that record. And uh, the president had indicated that yesterday he was going to give a speech uh, making an announcement about uh, border security. And there were some who were concerned that he might go ahead and uh, invoke the national emergency and basically unilaterally start building the wall, which I, I'm against. I don't, I don't believe that he should declare a national emergency because it's just I don't think it would stand in federal courts inevitably when it was pro when it was challenged. Uh, but then it would just give bad precedent because one day there will be another Democrat president and you never know what they might take liberties on declaring a national emergency. But that aside, uh, the president came out yesterday and indicated that for uh, a border uh, five and a half billion dollars for border wall, which is something that he has been adamant on receiving in this continuing resolution to fund the government that uh, he, in exchange, he would offer the Democrats three years of relief for 700,000 DACA participants. Now, of course, uh, these are the uh, folks whom President Obama, uh, about I believe it was a little over four years ago, issued an executive order indicating that uh, those who are here, who those are non-citizens who are here and are under 30 years old and have not committed a crime, uh, will will not be deported because President Obama, as was his want, became frustrated when Congress didn't bend to his will. So he felt, uh, of course, it was, I think it was five years ago this past week, the famous declaration, I have a pen and I have a phone. Uh, and if Congress doesn't act, I will. And uh, all of a sudden, he uh, we uh, apparently uh, live in a monarchy, according to then President Obama, but that's an aside. The point is, is that that, executive order by President Obama expired uh, a little over a year ago, and President Trump did not renew it. And instead, uh, the appropriate action would be for Congress, the legislative branch, to pass a comprehensive immigration reform to address this. Of course, uh, that has pretty much been a non-starter with any Congress over the last several years. Okay, So the president's offer to the Democrats of three years of relief for 700,000 DACA participants, uh, according to, this is a, from a story from the resurgent.com uh, by David Thornton. Uh, this would include the ability to get work permits, social security numbers, and protection from deportation. While the border barrier part of the offer seems fair, the DACA portion is problematic. Essentially what Trump is saying is that if you give me everything I want, I'll give you something slightly better than the status quo for three years, and at that point, we are back to square one. Trump gets something permanent, and the Democrats get something temporary. A big part of that, a big part of the problem is that Speaker Pelosi knows that Congress is unlikely to fix the immigration problem three years from now. Congress has neglected to act on illegal immigration since 2007, largely because Republicans oppose anything. That can be termed amnesty, which in their view means anything other than deportation 
of all illegals. I want to address that real quick because I've been on record on this show of saying, look, the, every single solitary individual who is here illegally, I don't see a practical way where you can round them all up and, and, and deport them. I just don't see it. Don't see it happening. So there has to be some sort of immigration reform. And those who are uh, basically have a very strong stand on illegal immigration that anybody who's here illegally, who, who came across illegally, sent back to where they came from, full stop. You know, No compromises whatsoever. Kind of the Ann Coulter uh, mantra, I guess you could say. And that just... I don't see how that's practical. I don't see how that can ever happen. So what I've always been open to is, look, those who are are here illegally but have been productive in society, have gotten a job, have paid taxes, even some have joined the military, okay? Those are people that you give, in my opinion, special dispensation to. But the problem is is that if there are... what you have to do is put in place some penalties that will deter future illegal immigration. So for those who are who have been here and have not committed crimes, other than, of course, sneaking across the border, which is which is obviously a crime. But if they haven't if they've been, again, productive individuals in society, working jobs, again, some even joining the military, then I think that they get some sort of uh, exceptions to this. But. I'm all for making them pay fines, maybe even going to the back of the line when it comes to being here legally. All right? Amnesty implies all the slates completely wiped clean. Any crime you committed, any anything is wiped clean. It's like it never happened. I'm not for that. But that's what but that's what amnesty is. And yet, if there's even a proposal that says, look, these people can say, these people who have come here illegally and while they've been here haven't committed any crimes or any wrongdoings, they can stay, but they're going to be subject to fines. They're going to be subject to paying back taxes if indeed they skirted that issue as well. All right, that's not amnesty. By the by, the dictionary definition, that's not amnesty. Yet anti-illegal, uh, anti-amnesty people, they, they view that as such. They they put amnesty under this huge umbrella, okay? And words words either mean something or they don't, okay? So I understand what President Trump is trying to do here. In this, in this perspective, you know, I, I as much as I hate to say it, I, I understand why Democrats aren't going for it, but this is what Trump has, this is what his reputation has been. Now, the whole thing when during the campaign, we're going to build a huge wall and make Mexico pay for it. Okay. I never took that seriously. I never took that as a viable position. And, and mostly in part because I never thought Donald Trump would win the, win the GOP primary, GOP nomination, much less become elected president. So I guess, to be fair, that's why I was so dismissive of it. But even as he was elected president, it's like I don't I don't see how that's going to happen. Now he makes it he he made it sound like there Mexico is is going to fund the whole thing. Now some people say, well, it's nuanced. What he what he's talking about is cutting off foreign aid to the, to to that and the and the savings you have from foreign aid put toward toward a huge border fence. And that would make sense, except that the, that Donald Trump never said it said as much. But now we're supposed to 
to take his words as being nuanced all of a sudden. I, I, you know, I'm skeptical of that. But my point is, is that I always looked at what he was saying. That was such an outlandish thing to say that we're going to make Mexico pay for the wall. But this is what Trump has always done in his business career, is he's made such an outlandish proposal that he knew there was no way that would ever get through. I mean, on the off chance it might, okay, propose the most outlandish thing. This would be in a perfect world type of scenario, having Mexico pay for the wall. But knowing full well it may not happen. It probably won't happen that way. So guess what? You continue to compromise, come to the come more towards the center to where you get a, a, a an acceptable resolution to this whole thing. And this, I believe, is an overture that you know, candidate Trump probably wouldn't have gone for. You know, three years of relief for 700,000 DACA participants. So the president is at least in going in the right direction. And you just heard at the top of the hour, SRN News, Senator Mitt Romney saying, yeah, that's that. this seems like a reasonable pr- proposal, which I'm voting for. Okay. Obviously, Mitt Romney has not been the uh, uh, biggest supporter of Donald Trump or the biggest uh, advocate for Donald Trump, okay? So if Mitt Romney comes out and says that he's going to support it, okay, it's at least worth looking at. But if this is unacceptable to Democrats, and again, I can understand why it would be because as, as, as David Thornton makes the point he makes in this piece is this gives Trump everything he wants, but it's only a temporary win for, for Democrats, because there's no guarantee this issue would be resolved in, in three years, and I dare say it probably wouldn't be. So you can understand why the Democrats are hesitant. Okay, then what's their counteroffer? Anything at all? Or, or are they all of a sudden the obstruction party, the party of no? Remember how all the caterwauling the Democrats were engaging in when Obama was first elected? They just put a supercut of a bunch of Republicans saying no? The party of no, the obstructionist party? Okay, well, well if that's such a... a, a deeply held principle to you is is doing something other than just obstructing then okay let's let's hear what you have in exchange okay and and i understand you know a lot of people make the points like well they're just opposing this because it's trump i mean they had chuck schumer on the record back in 2009 extolling the virtues of a border fence okay and they've had other prominent democrats same thing being hardline in immigration and now all of a sudden, because Trump is in office, they oppose everything. And there may be some merit to that, but here's the thing. Because Trump was so pugnacious and and overbearing in making in making his demands toward the other party, okay, that's not going to encourage a lot of cooperation. It's just not. Okay? Now again, I don't I'm not justifying the Democrats completely flipping on their position because Trump happens to hold the same position. I mean, to be that, I, I agree, that's pretty petulant. But you have to at least uh, conjure up some sort of spirit of, of uh, a willingness to, to negotiate with the other side instead of dismissing them and saying, I'm elected, where's my huge wall? All right, it doesn't work that way. It's never worked that way. Okay, and that's why I think a lot of good people probably don't get into politics, particularly those who just are so black and white in their stances because they just become so frustrated by the process. But it is the process. And obviously Donald Trump hasn't been willing to follow it. So uh, government still shut down. This is at least a step in the right direction for for President Trump. He's willing to make some overtures. Um, It's a start. Will it be a finish? I guess um, time will certainly tell here. 651 
289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions on today's show content. This is me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is having its 89th anniversary this January. And to celebrate, they want to give you the gift of comfort. That is the traditional 89th anniversary gift, isn't it? Here's the deal. Buy a new high-efficiency furnace and AC or boiler this January, and you can save up to $1,900. Then you and your family can enjoy years of comfort all year round. It's what Standard Heating has been known for ever since they opened for business 89 years ago. And while technology and homes have changed, Standard's dedication to top-notch service hasn't. Just ask one of their nearly half a million satisfied customers right here in Minnesota. So give your family the gift of long-lasting comfort no matter the season. Learn more about saving $1,900 on your new furnace and AC or boiler and all their other 89th anniversary deals today at standardheating.com patriot. That's standardheating.com patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. I know you've heard that worn out line about love. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. You walked in. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we're here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. 
And feel free to weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. I want to get to uh, more news on Trump. Of course, uh, BuzzFeed News this past week uh, came out with a bombshell story uh, talking about the uh, former Trump, now former Trump attorney, obviously, Michael Cohen, uh, apparently had testified before Congress that the discussion Trump was having regarding uh, Trump, a Moscow Trump Tower, uh, that Trump was no not involved in the, the uh, discussions or discussions with Russian officials regarding the construction of the Moscow Trump Tower, uh, concluded in January of 2016, which would have been uh, before Trump obviously secured the uh, uh, the nomination, but was still running for president. Uh, but in actuality. The discussions continued into June 2016, which was around the time Trump uh, secured the Republican nomination. And with Russia interfering in the 2016 elections, that may give some legs to the possible uh, collusion charge, whereas the Russians were going to uh, uh, perhaps assist in helping Trump win the election. Again, there's been no evidence of that, but at least this might give them some legs. And apparently uh, BuzzFeed cited a couple of sources, some law enforcement officials that, that uh, Trump allegedly directed his personal attorney, Michael Cohen uh, to lie about, to lie to Congress about when exactly plans to construct the Trump tower in Moscow concluded. Now there's a big difference between January, 2016 when Trump was not yet the nominee and this was before any of the caucuses or primary had taken place, and June 2016 when Trump became the actual Republican nominee for president. Big difference. So, number one, if this is true, you know, that Michael Cohen perjured himself, all right, that's, that's on Michael Cohen. But if Trump directed him to lie, all right, all of a sudden you're encouraging, directing someone to commit a felony, all right, and that would be obstruction of justice, and again, that gave more legs to the impeachment talk, which, of course, MSNBC and, and CNN ran to the hills with. So, BuzzFeed came out with this bombshell story the middle of last week. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, and no one else, no other major uh, outlets, media outlets, really ran with it. And as hard a time as CNN gets from everybody, including and especially the president, got to give CNN credit where credit is due. They, on Friday morning, were conveying a healthy skepticism. Kind of the mantra, you know, this is huge news if this is true, but all it is is citing a couple of anonymous sources, which is fine, but there has to be some sort of actual corroborating evidence. It's one thing to go off the word of people who are close to the investigation. But at the end of the day, it could be little more than conjecture. Because as we saw with FBI agent Peter Strzok, okay, and his text messages, he wasn't exactly a Trump fan, so he was in a position that to do something that could possibly harm the Trump campaign. Okay? And he said as much, or implied as much in, in text messages. So depending upon who these law enforcement officials were, that certainly makes a big difference. And no one else really ran with this. And it's been said on this show 
many times, and again, this is an original. This is not an original thought of mine. This is something that I saw somebody tweet out some time ago, Sean Davis at the Federalist. And again, I'm paraphrasing because I, I can't seem to find the tweet. But Sean Davis basically said Trump's biggest asset continues to be the sheer lunacy of his most fervent detractors. Basically, Trump does something inartful and just flat out foolish. All right. And yet his detractors in the media somehow one up him. Okay. Because they just are so they're so overkill in their response that inevitably they try to take it further and just end up looking stupider. So as we have since learned, the office of the special counsel, of course, Robert Mueller, who is heading up the investigation of the extent of Russia's interference in our 2016 elections. They came out and publicly corrected the record. I'll read from a nationalreview.com story. This is by Jack Crow. A spokesman for special counsel Robert Mueller took the unusual step Friday of publicly correcting an inaccurate BuzzFeed news report that accused President Trump of suborning perjury. BuzzFeed's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office regarding Michael Cohen's Congressional testimony are not accurate, special counsel spokesman Peter Carr said in a statement to BuzzFeed. The statement was issued in response to a bombshell report which cited two law enforcement officials and alleged Trump directed his personal attorney, Michael Cohn, to lie to Congress about when exactly plans to construct a Trump Tower in Moscow concluded. Cohen pleaded guilty in November to lying to Congress after admitting that his discussions with Russian officials regarding the construction of a Moscow Trump Tower continued until June 2016 and did not conclude in January of that year, as he previously testified before lawmakers. Cohen also admittedly lied to Congress about the extent of then-candidate Trump's involvement in those discussions, many of which involved senior Kremlin officials. According to the BuzzFeed report, Mueller's team first learned that Trump directed Cohen to lie from, quote, multiple witnesses from the Trump organization and internal company emails, text messages, and a cache of other documents, close quote. And that's a finding Cohen later confirmed during uh, during interrogation. Hours after the report's publication, discrepancies emerged between the sourcing described by the report's co-authors, Jason Leopold and Anthony Cormier. Cormier conceded during a Friday CNN interview that he had not personally viewed documents that indicated Trump directed Cohen to lie, but rather those documents described to him by multiple sources. Hours later, Leopold told NBC's Hallie Jackson that he and Cormier had seen documents and been briefed. So, okay, Uh, you got the authors of the story not really on the same page on this thing. So uh, CNN, and uh, Adam, if we have uh, clip number one, audio clip number one ready, CNN, uh, Jeffrey Tobin and Brian Stelter. I won't play the whole thing, Adam, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you where to cut it off. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Tobin and Brian Stelter obviously says, you know, this uh, people were doing accurate reporting, putting forth a healthy skepticism, and BuzzFeed's reporting just further exacerbates the disdain that some people have for the media. Jeffrey Tobin and then Brian Stelter. Here we go. I asked him to lie. Boy, I, I, I have a different view of the implications of all this. I, my view is 
This is a me- the, the, the larger message that a lot of people are going to take from this story is that the news media are a bunch of leftist liars who are dying to get the president and they're willing to lie to do it. Well, that, and, that, and, and, and I, I don't think that's true. But, but is that, you know, yeah, is that different? I mean, that's not. That's well, I mean, two I mean, I, I'm focused on the media side, side. Preet's yeah. talking about the law enforcement right. side. But I mean, they're not they're not contradictory. But I just think this is a bad day for us. And, and you know, there's no I mean, I don't know. Ryan, Ryan you seem I, to disagree a little bit. I, but I just think, you know, it reinforces every bad stereotype about the news media. It, it does reinforce bad stereotypes about the news media. I agree with yeah. you. I am desperate as a media reporter to always say to the audience, Judge folks individually and judge brands individually. Don't fall for what these politicians out there want you to do. They want you to think we're all crooked. We're not. Uh, but BuzzFeed and, and neither now. Is BuzzFeed. I mean, but I, now BuzzFeed. Now the onus is on BuzzFeed. Right yeah, now the onus is on bad BuzzFeed. Day for BuzzFeed. Ben Smith says he knows the identity of the two sources. Obviously, the reporters know the identity of the two sources. Uh, they're going to be going back to those two sources and hopefully to other sources to try to get to the bottom of this. Now it's a dispute, okay. and I don't we'll know how that right dispute's going to be resolved. All right, yeah, we'll stop right there. Perfect. Yeah, so uh, Ben Smith, who's the uh, editor of, of BuzzFeed, he's going to go back to the sources, and if if these sources kind of start to pull back and say, well, okay, maybe there's not a cache of documents, or maybe there's not emails indicating that Trump encouraged Cohen to, to lie, um, but it's just kind of something we heard through the grapevine. Okay, then BuzzFeed has got to come back and issue a retraction, and a clarification and say, this is, we went on the word of these sources. And obviously we didn't do our due diligence by actually seeing the documents. Because if you just go by what two sources are telling you and saying, well, we saw some documents, they're there. Uh, and you don't actually see the documents yourselves. That's a problem. And yet you're going to still run with that story. Even when you've admitted you've been working on this story for a year and you're still going to run with it even if you haven't seen the documents, even if you haven't seen the actual corroborating evidence. And by the way, you know, this this may be a little far-fetched, but this kind of seems like if Trump said, encouraged uh, Cohen to get lie or give his testimony in a certain way, it's kind of like when Trump first met James Comey and talked about Michael Flynn, his, na- his then national security advisor, and saying, you know, if you could see it in your way, you know, he seems like a good guy. And people say that he was trying to uh, coerced Homey, uh, Comey into going easy on Flynn? And was he maybe talking to Michael Cohen in the same context? Is this like, don't give him too much? I don't know. That seems a little far-fetched, but that's one speculation that's out there. But BuzzFeed's going to have a lot to answer for this week, and uh, we'll see if they step up to the plate. That's for sure. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also reach out via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming up with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Does your church, school, or small business know what to do in the event of an emergency? Do you know how to handle threats to your building and property? Are you set up to stop cybersecurity threats and data breaches? Do you have an emergency action plan in place? If you answer no to any of these questions, join us Thursday, January 31st at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins for Prepare and Respond. This free event is geared towards pastors, church security team members, school administrators, and small businesses. Prepare and Respond hosts industry experts who will teach you how to put a scalable action plan in place to keep your congregation, faculty, students, colleagues, and businesses safe. Join us on Thursday, January 31st from 8 a.m. to noon at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins. 
A complimentary breakfast will be served to the first 100 people to register. To learn more about this free event and register, go to am1280thepatriot.com. Prepare and Respond is supported by Henningsen and Snoxel. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. You can check out my blog, bradcarlson.org. Yeah, we're here to take your calls at 651-289-4488. And feel free to weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And look us up on Facebook. Just do a search on Facebook for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like if you have not done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, The annual March for Life uh, took place this past week. And it was on the, uh, this was actually the 46th anniversary of the uh, March for Life, which basically started when the Roe versus Wade uh, Supreme Court decision was handed down legalizing uh, abortion. And is true to form, the uh, three major networks, ABC, NBC, and CBS, uh, really didn't give it a lot of coverage, if any at all. And this is nothing new. And perhaps they think it's old news. Perhaps they're of the mindset, you know what, abortion, it's a law, it's here to stay. Uh, but keep, you know, keep marching as is your want. But the thing that I often notice is there's... Uh, Tens of thousands that will attend this march, uh, particularly in Washington D.C. And obviously here, you know, here in the Twin Cities included, there are other major cities that have marches. You know, kind of uh, satellite marches, if you will. 
And so the number of people walking, marching for life is um, perhaps in the multiple hundreds of thousands after all is said and done. But the uh, it's it was an incredible scene in Washington, D.C. And if you go to my blog, bradcarlson.org, I uh, posted a video from the Facebook page for Students for Life of America. And they posted a video that was sped up from the beginning of the march to the end of the march, and it showed how many people were walking through. And it was it's, an, it's amazing to see. They condensed it into a minute long of the entire march. It was It's pretty incredible, and it shows the volume of people that are still uh, marching for life. And I my thing is that the people who are marching in these particular rallies, they, they're not looking for publicity. They don't care if the media covers it or not. Because for, for a lot of these folks, this is a sustained ministry. I mean, you see some marches, they come and go, they, they, they have this fever pitch and you know, hundred, uh, tens of thousands of people will show up and the major news networks will air their broadcasts live from the scenes of these big marches and and you know tout the leaders of these marches and and whatever else and uh but then they then they go home you know a classic example of this was last year's march for our lives rally not to be confused for, with march for life the march for our lives rally was of course in response to the parkland florida shooting that took place in valentine's day last year and within a few weeks at, with about a month or two after that shooting about a month and a half i guess it was i think it was late march a bunch of students organized this March for Our Lives rally, where basically it was this big call for gun control. And, of course, you had your virtue-signaling celebrities uh, being transported in uh, by their private jets, and then they take a limousine to the to the site, and they get out of their limousine with their armed bodyguards and give a wave to the crowd, do their obligatory virtue-signaling, and then hop back in the limousine and take their private jet back to their home, That's their estate that's surrounded by a huge wall to keep the uh, hoi polloi out, right? And there was media, wall-to-wall media coverage. CNN, every live program on CNN that Saturday was broadcasting from the main March for Our Lives rally. And there were a lot of young people that turned out for, turned out for it. There's no question about it. And this call for gun control. But they aren't willing to have a nuanced discussion. And there's never the nuanced uh, discussion of gun control that a lot of major media outlets are willing to have. I mean, look at what a, a bumbling disaster every major news program is whenever there's a mass shooting and they have someone on to try to uh, diagram a particular firearm and they always get it wrong and they always get the terminology wrong. And like I said at the outset, words have meaning or they don't. And they're constantly bungling the definition of certain firearms. I mean, everything to them is a, is a, is a machine gun or an automatic weapon. You know, and and they're constantly conflating, you know, like clips and, and magazines and all that sort of stuff. And they're doing a great disservice to the public as a result. You know, Women's March, same thing. You know, even though that the leaders of the big Women's March in Washington, D.C. have been exposed to being flaming anti-Semites. And kudos to high-profile leftists like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the former chair of the Democratic National Committee, kudos to her. She says, "Nope, not not participating in that in that national march, given the uh, uh, given the viewpoints of some of those leaders." You know, Sarah Silverman, ravaging leftist comedian, same thing. 
You know, when you've lost Debbie, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Sarah Silverman, if you're a leftist cause. Uh, and by the way, just kind of an aside, someone posted a picture uh, from the Women's March. Uh, there was a gal holding up a sign saying, you know, if Hillary were elected president, we'd be enjoying brunch right now. Does that, does that, I think that really kind of undermines your cause because isn't women's rights so important that you're always going to stand up for it? But if a woman happens to be president, yeah. Certain women's rights can fall by the wayside. We don't care. We'll 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 just go have mimosas. I mean, you you just kind of really expose yourself as it being nothing more than an anti-Trump rally at that at that point. But anyways, uh, this March for Life is encouraging because and Matt Walsh I think said it perfectly. Matt Walsh writes for the Daily Wire. Uh, he said, "Here's what separates the March for Life from any other march." Nobody in attendance is marching for themselves. Nobody is demanding rights or privileges for themselves. Everyone is marching on behalf of those who cannot march. And to me, that's a perfect encapsulation of what the March for Life is all about. And therefore, they don't need media coverage. You know, media networks want to cover it and tout it. That's fine. But it would kind of puncture a few narratives if indeed they they did cover it. And this was from a uh, NPR piece, uh, excuse me, National Public Radio, nationalnpr.org from last summer. You know, kudos to them. They actually came out with a story about how Americans support for abortion. They label it abortion rights, but um, Americans being pro-life, um, it their um, uh, pro-life stance is strengthened, even though there have been, as the pregnancy progresses, Okay, and that's huge because you had a lot of lot of people just up in arms over the fact that a lot of states are passing measures at 20 weeks, which is halfway through the pregnancy, four and a half months. They're wanting to restrict uh, abortion, and there are some like there was the uh, the heartbeat bill that was uh, vetoed by uh, Governor Kasich in Ohio, where basically as soon as a heartbeat is heard which is very early on in the pregnancy, that it would make an abortion illegal. But the thing that the pro-life, um, the, the, the pro-life cause has really, I think, learned and is a valuable lesson is that it's one thing to stand up for life and it's an important thing and it's the right thing to do. But you have to look at the young ladies who have an uh, unwanted pregnancy. Not only is a pregnancy unwanted, they can't fathom having to go through that alone, but also having a child and having no means to really care for the child. And so we as pro-life conservatives really need to start pushing alternatives. And and this was a great uh, segue into this particular segment. You heard the Pro-Life Across America commercial at the, at, at the top just before this uh, segment came on, where they are providing alternatives for abortion. And one organization, folks, I had the privilege of talking to when I filled in on AM 980 The Mission about a year and a half ago, Save the Storks. Go to savethestorks.com, where uh, they provide local pregnancy centers and offer an incredible service for uh, expectant mothers by providing ongoing health care and support to women in crisis during their pregnancy and after their baby is born. Okay, they're providing that support. You know, promotion of adoption, that's another huge one. Okay, I I know so many young couples that maybe can't have children on their own that would love to adopt an infant. And 
so that's certainly another venue to promote. Uh, and again, savethestorics.com is another resource. I've donated to them in the past. You can too by just going to their website, and keeping these going. Uh, Save the Storks, uh, through their partnership with pregnancy centers, they provide the tools and resources they need to get closer to those who need their services. Our Stork Bus minimizes the distance between pro-life professionals and the women who need them, who most need them. Additionally, our consulting packages help pregnancy centers understand how to better utilize their staff and end resources to reach a greater number of women. So this is something that I'm glad we in the pro-life cause are, are finally figuring out. I mean, again, I, uh, I, to reiterate, it's one thing to stand up for life and it's the right thing to do, but how are you able to convey that to a young lady who is being inundated with the option of, of terminating the pregnancy and being convinced that it's just a clump of cells and, you know, the earlier it gets done, the better. Okay. So I think that's the important thing about this particular ministry is that it's sustained. It keeps going. It takes place long after the march takes place because you have uh, like the March for Our Lives rally, you know, the gun grabber rally. You know, they get they get all this fawning and adulation and, and praise heaped upon them about it's time to listen to the kids for once. Well, if the kids don't really have any substantive policy ideas to reduce gun violence, and typically they don't because they're kids, all right? Uh, a movement like that's going to fade. You know, Women's March, I mean, it takes place. Now it takes place annually. It seems like, uh, well, two years ago, they had it the day after President Trump was inaugurated, kind of in response to him being inaugurated, and it's been on the third Saturday in January last year and this year. And I haven't seen the numbers. I don't know if it's still as popular. Of course, like I say, the national leaders being exposed as raging anti-Semite certainly has put a dent in attendance, as it should. But um, you get, is this a, a sustained movement? Or do you just want to get media attention for wearing a pink hat made of, uh, look to crocheted like lady parts on your head? You know, is, is, is that what you want? You know, want that kind of attention? And then once you're done, go off and to a Starbucks, have your latte and yell at people on Twitter? I mean, is that a sustained movement? Is that going to move minds and hearts? I don't think so. So... Especially because, you know, you don't, you're hostile to the pro-life cause. In fact, the Women's March wouldn't even take any money from the pro-life cause who wanted to advertise during the Women's March. Okay? So is that opening yourself up to, to as many women as possible, or is it just for certain women? So when you say Women's March, everybody but apparently pro-life women or women who advocate for, for the Jewish faith or who are Jewish themselves. Okay, so uh, again, March for Life is going to continue to go on. They're motivated far beyond any media coverage they get. They don't need it. They don't want it because this is something for a lot of people. It's a ministry and it's one they're going to keep moving and it's going to keep being sustained. And they're going to continue to march on Washington, D.C. And with the advent of social media, uh, there are enough viral videos and photos that are getting out there to where people see, wow, this is uh, this is quite a cause. And it's going to go a long way. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also reach out via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. It is me, Brad Carlson. Wolf. One final segment coming up this hour. Go nowhere. Come on, baby, let's start to talk.
1280 The Patriot. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Yes, yes, yes! If you snore, the first time you use Mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. I can breathe! You'll get all the air you need through your nose, not your mouth. And with less snoring, there's more chance of sleep. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Looking for term life insurance but have diabetes, high blood pressure, or on anxiety meds? If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, or have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost around 200 bucks a month. Affordable term life insurance is out there. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013 or BigLou.com. For affordable term life, visit Big Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that he sent his son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact, aim at heaven and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, keep your eyes upon Jesus and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166. Or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. Thanks for tuning in. I stood upon you can check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. It is The King Banyan Show. You're, uh, I was going to say, upper Midwest, most foremost, uh, the foremost show of it in economics in the upper Midwest, but not nah, probably the entire country. It's The King Banyan Show. Again, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on AM 1440, The Businessman. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, in these very airwaves, AM 1280 The Patriot. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, broadcasting Saturdays 1 to 3. I am the closer, closing out weekends every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. 
And hey, have you uh, checked out the Patriot or the Freedom Fan Club as yet? Yeah, that's right. There is a Freedom Fan Club. Uh, right now, you can register to win our January Book of the Month, Erasing America. A journalist, James C. Robbins, visits towns where the struggle over America's history is taking place. He investigates the effects of the pressure to erase America's ancestors and history. Uh, full disclosure, I had uh, author James Robbins on the broadcast last week, so you can just te- definitely check out the podcast for that. Uh, but anyhow, go to Patriot, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on Fan Club, and you'll get access to pre-sale tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Again, am1280thepatriot.com, click on Fan Club, and join the Freedom Fan Club today. Uh, by the way, we are going to be broadcasting out of Medicine Lake uh, two weeks from yesterday. So that is, uh, if I have my math is correct, that is Saturday, February 2nd. Yeah, Saturday, February 2nd, Mitch Berg and myself will be broadcasting from Medicine Lake uh, for the annual Holes for Heroes Ice Fishing Tournament. Now, this is a tournament that where proceeds are used to benefit family members of active duty military, those of a those uh, military members who are overseas defending our freedom. Uh, they, It's a fantastic tournament, and go to fishingforlife.org to find out more information. In years past, immediate family members like spouses and children of active duty military get to fish for free in this particular tournament. So that's another perk as well. But anyways, Mitch and I are going to be broadcasting out there on Medicine Lake. And given the how cold it's going to be all this week, I'm not too concerned about the ice not being thick enough to hold us. Uh, I'm not. I haven't been concerned about that. This is the, I believe, the sixth or seventh year that I've been out on the ice broadcasting. It's always been fine, no problems, no problems at all, even when it's been unseasonably warm. But this cold stretch we're having right now, yeah, it's going to be in fine shape. So definitely come on out, watch the broadcast. Uh, go to fishingforlife.org if you'd like to fish in the tournament. And uh, it's going to be, it's always a very uplifting event, no doubt about it. So uh, I don't know if you saw this. This is, uh, an, uh, there was an advertisement from uh, Gillette talking about uh, uh, reaching out that, uh, saying something along the lines, there was a YouTube commercial, an ad, where uh, Gillette says, we believe the best men can be uh, is a, uh, it's a commercial and it takes on toxic masculinity. And it shows a bunch of boys uh, running around, um, you know, roughhousing and running roughshod through the house. And it also shows, you know, men wolf whistling at women and uh, vi- music videos of, of men exploiting women, that that uh, sort of thing. And then other guys indulging in it and all that. And it basically is kind of a take on toxic masculinity, which whatever that means, no one can really define it. But my point is, is that the implication being that this is a pervasive issue in today's society. And it's not that this, in my opinion, it's not that this ad doesn't have merit, but what I had a problem with is they seem to suggest that the phrase, ah, boys will be boys, is inappropriate, that we should pay more attention to, to boys' behavior. And I will grant you that boys will be boys is not an excuse for sexually harassing or sexually assaulting a woman. All right, let, let, let's let get the obvious point out of the way. That much should be obvious. But the fact that boys like to roughhouse in the backyard, you know, 
maybe even play a little tackle football, pick up game of football. When I was a kid back in the late seventies, early eighties, in my formative years, middle school years, into high school years, we played a game called Kill the Creep, where we'd throw the football up in the air and the guy to catch it would run around until he got tackled. All right. And often when he when he would run around, run around for a long time, he'd get tired someone would just come up and just maul him because he'd be so worn out, he'd just get tackled, and sometimes it caused some injuries, you know, some scrapes, bumps and bruises. Other times it could cause sprains. Uh, in the games I played, there was never any broken bones. Okay, we knew our limits. Plus, we were, you know, middle school kids, so it's not like we were that strong yet. And Matt Walsh at the Daily Wire made a great point where he says, uh, boys will be boys does not generally function as an excuse. It's a cliche, but like many cliches, it contains great wisdom. Boys will indeed be boys and should be boys and should allowed to be allowed to be boys without their natural boyness being constantly suppressed. Boys are energetic, aggressive, creative, competitive. They need safe and accepting outlets for these impulses. Incidentally, rolling around and roughhousing is one such outlet. The ad shows an enlightened man swooping in to stop a couple of young boys from wrestling around in the grass, which is exactly the wrong approach. As long as it's all in good fun and nobody is getting seriously hurt and it is not a case of assault or actual bullying, then the fatherly instinct to step back and let boys be boys is correct. And that's exactly right. You know, we had adults watching us play this game, Kill the Creep. You know, if it got too aggressive, too roughhousing, there'd always be a reasonable, responsible adult stepping in, say, okay, guys, take a time out, cool, let cooler heads prevail because you're getting a little too hepped up. So, um, once again, the uh, uh, war on boys seems to continue by some of these outlets, and that typically does not end well. I'll just put it that way. Ladies and gentlemen, hour number one in the can, hour number two coming up in mere moments right here, AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, back with another hour on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. You don't have to. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now, not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. 
We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd to the 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K29. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.